sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. Yes, you adventurers, you partners with that incredible lover of our souls, Jesus Christ, you are the ones that explore and are finding the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. And so welcome. Yeah. Hey, yeah, here's a commercial. It's about another podcast I'm doing. Actually, I'm doing two podcasts, and I'm going to tell you about both of them really quickly because I think you might have fun. One of them's called Yup, and it is just about relationships and hacking life. It is for everyone, no matter where you're at, at Faith Walk or anything, you will appreciate this. And the second one, this is exclusive for you women. It is about encouraging you from a unique vantage point of a man encouraging you. So give them a try. That's Yup. It is Y-U-P. <laughs> That's kind of funny if you say it slow. And then the second one is called Yes Women for encouraging women. So look them up. Give them a try. I'm going to take you back to Tom, which is me, in a moment. Absolutely hilarious. I just had to pause it there at the end of that last yak because I had just the biggest brain fart that you can imagine. I said that. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, <laughs> too funny, right? We are genuine. I am genuine here. And you out there that listen, you are genuine. And I'm so excited as our community is growing and you are sharing this podcast with people that, yeah, they maybe have questions about a life of faith. They've maybe been hurt in the church, no matter where you're at. I just have to tell you, you're welcome. If you don't understand things or some of this doesn't make sense or you're just like, dude, you're just so weird. Just keep listening. You'll catch on. We hear, I hear those that are part of the Sanguine community. We are after the genuine. So if you share a similar mindset, welcome to Sanguine. And as always, you can give me feedback and input at my email address, which is 406bigt at gmail.com. I would love to hear that. So fun. This last Friday night, we gathered here locally at a pond, River Rock Pond, and we just hung out. And can I tell you, it is so delightful and wonderful just to be family, just to hang out. We had no agenda. There was no Bible study lesson by anybody, let alone me which probably was really refreshing because I seem to always have something to say, which I don't know is good or bad. If you're listening, I guess it's good for you, unless you're a charitable listener, which I hope you're not. I hope you actually get good stuff from this. And so, yeah, my last couple podcasts, I've just had these tremendously long intros, and I'm going to try to move away from that. And so today's podcast may be shorter, and this is for you out there, and it's probably more for those of you that aren't believers and are not part of the church. And so if you, yeah, some of you may be, ah, I, I, no, this is good for everybody. I'm going to take everything back that I didn't say that was in my mind. And you're just like, well, that's weird. Yeah. If you haven't noticed that, yeah, sometimes this podcast is a little weird and that's okay because I know for a fact, yes, I do. 
And no, I haven't read your mail, but you're a little weird also. And you have your own quirks. And you're just not quite as courageous as me to put it out on a podcast. And you're just like, well, Tom, it's not courage. I'm just a lot smarter than you because I don't put that stuff out there so people can make fun of me. Well, maybe you're not 50 yet. You know, 50 is... And excuse the French, you don't give up beep anymore type of thing because you're you're done with the falsehoods and pretenses. So today's podcast is about Jesus, plain and simple, but not because Jesus is part of something called the Trinity, which means that there are three persons that make up one God. Okay, and so Jesus is a part of it. So when you just say Jesus, you can't just say simple because it's absolutely more complex than that. But if I say Jesus and you cringe and you are just like, and there's angst in you or there's just something as I say that you just, you want to hit the stop button right now, or you want to delete this download that you downloaded for some reason, I'm just going to tell you to stop because I'm going to talk about Jesus, but I'm going to talk about him in a way that you possibly haven't heard before. And so I just want you to hang on. So we are going to go to a very familiar scripture today, and it is one that even if you don't go to church, you've probably seen on a billboard, and you probably know it, and those of you of the faith, you're probably actually, what's really funny is that it's probably going to annoy you too because you've heard it way too much, and in a sense, in your own mind, you just it, it's almost got a negative connotation, even though it's such an incredible scripture. And it is, it's out of the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, depending on your translation, and this is a Tom translation from his memory. So not a Tom translation, a Tom, oh, I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, today, maybe call it a Tom translated flatulence. I don't know. But it is, it's that God loved the world so much that he sent his one, his unique son, okay, one and only unique son, that whoever believed in him would be saved and have eternal life. Okay, for many of you, that's a little religious. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of a foreign language to you. You don't get it, and maybe you don't want to get it. And it's part of a world that you've only looked in from the outside, or you're on the inside now, and you're part of the cult, okay? No, we're not a cult. At least not here. We're those that are part of a passionate faith walk. But what does all that mean? Well, I just kind of sum it up like this. And for some of you, it may be too simple. For some of you, you can really relate to this. But this reminds me of, all right, I'm just going to go here. And we're just going to go with this. And yeah, if you don't like it, please send me a nasty email and, uh, yeah, like I always say, well, not always, but I think I've said it in the last few, I'll take what's true out of it and I'll discard the rest. But I take this as this is similar to me when I come home and I look at my kids and I smile and I do this no matter what state my household is in. And sometimes when I come home from a day of work, my household is a wreck. And things are a mess and there are fires with people throwing gasoline on it, okay? Not literally, but like in a sense of arguments and putting more fuel on the fire. And I come home and I just smile. And you're like, Tom, what in the world does that have to do with this verse? I want you to see that that's how God looks at you. And that's how God looks at your circumstance, no matter what 
whatever it is. You could be flying the bird at him right now because life has thrown you some circumstances and the scriptures, those ancient truths that we hear utilize in our lives say that we'll have trials and you're in the midst of that and you're in the midst of trouble. And you may not have even chosen or did things to cause this and you're pissed and you're just you're there and you want to yell at God and you're just like, you don't even exist because my life is so awful. Can I tell you right now, he is looking down and he's smiling because his heart is full of so much love, no matter what your heart is towards him. Okay. He has the God smile. You cause the God smile. And those of you that are religious out there, you're just like, oh my gosh, Tom, this is heresy. How can you say that? How can you even talk about flying the bird to God? Okay, there are scriptures out there for you religious folks that I'm not sure you're worth the time, but I love all people and I was really religious and somebody chose to go the extra mile for me. So I'm going to go the extra mile here for you. There are scriptures that God tells us that he knows everything. Everything will be uncovered and laid bare. He knows the thoughts and attitudes of our heart. So we're flipping liars if we don't just admit it, okay? And all of us have had those moments. Yeah, God chooses to smile. Same with me. When I'm at animosity with my kids, my heart is welling up with love for them, okay? Do some things need to happen? They absolutely do need to happen. But my underlying is love. And even as I'm having a stern, corrective conversation, whichever one of my kids, sometimes multiple ones, I have this underlying smile that if I'm not careful, it will come out. And even as I'm chastising and dishing out discipline to my kids, my emotions and my love for them are so close to the surface that I often tear. And you know what happens? I hold the hard line with them. And God does the same thing for us. He holds a hard line. He has always got that God smile in the background. Like I have that smile for my kids in the background. Now just understand, I'm not equating myself with God, but I know that my relationship with him has allowed me to have his love for my kids. This is not a Tom love. This is a God love. And for those of you that are interested in this faith journey, this is one of the benefits that comes is this God love that you can have for your kids. But I hold the hard line and I tell them straight up that I'm doing this because I see that if this isn't dealt with now, it's going to bring trouble later on. And we have intense arguments and often heated. And I draw the line and I said, this is what's required. So in a similar way, God does with us. He says, whoever believes and so you may be somebody that's really angry at God and you believe that he is not the one that I'm talking about, okay? That he has evil intent to you and he's just punishing you meanest, uh, without meaning because I can't say that other word, those of you that are saying out there, yes, that word, okay? That is not true. Now, there are parents and stuff that do do that maliciously. That is not my intent because I want my kids to succeed, and be the best, and I don't want them to carry baggage, at least as much as I can help them deal with before they leave my house. And so I hold the hard line, and I say, this is what's required, okay? And I encourage them 
give them opportunity, call them, woo them. I don't change the standard, mind you, because there are things that need to be dealt with. And I'm not giving you specific examples because this happens often across a whole broad spectrum of, of things. And matter of fact, it just happened recently, which has kind of spurred the inspiration for this. But then my kids, as I show my love, okay, and we're in midst this tough time, okay, and I show my love. God also does this when we're through tough season, even when we're angry at God. And what happens is that my kids let their guard down a little bit and they look around and they see that I love them. Okay, there's consequences, there's circumstances around, but I have made my love apparent. So has God. Okay, if you're angry and you are the one is flying the bird right now, I just ask you, let your guard down a tiny bit because he's smiling and he's wooing you. And in this overused, overemphasized, often misquoted scripture, and unfortunately a poor representation of the church and Jesus to you, God loves you and he's smiling and he's saying, believe, believe, come. He's smiling. Look, right now, he's smiling. The God smile is upon you. This scripture is all about the God smile and what the God smile does and did and is doing and will do for you is making a way because of his tremendous love for you. This scripture is about this tremendous love just for you. This is just not some cheesy like scripture to get you into a church to build their numbers. This is about the creator of the universe saying, I love you. And as he looks on you, no matter where you're at, you got to get this. No matter where you're at, you cause a smile to come on his face. Is there sorrow at the pain and agony that you're feeling? There is. But who you are, causes him to smile and he's saying believe and then he's there for you whoever believes on his name will be saved saved from what yeah what is it well hell of course duh no yes no yes tom's arguing with himself okay it is so much more than that saved from a life of meaninglessness saved from a lack of meaningful relationship with the Savior that is full of adventure, mystery, and intrigue that's going to give you an exciting life so you're saved from a boring, dull life that's condemned to end in sorrow and loneliness. You're saved from loneliness. That whole save from hell thing, yeah, that's good. But Jesus promises in John later, like clue here, 10 and then 10, that he came, that you have life and have it abundantly. That's not about eternal life. That's about life here abundantly. And so this whole scripture in John three sixteen is about a God that loves you and that you, who you are as a person, brings a smile on his face and that he sees that you need a way out. And that's what John three sixteen is about. And so how do you get out? Okay, this can happen in a moment's notice. And I talk about this in previous podcasts, but I'm just going to give it to you quick because 
if you've just like, wow, this Jesus is somebody different than I thought. And this whole God thing is way different than I thought. I want in. Here you go. This is a deal down and dirty. And I've been working on trying to get this quick. This is not fast food salvation, but I just need you to understand that this can happen quick. And there is not a bunch of things that you have to do and good works that you have to do. You can be in in a heartbeat. And it is the realization that there is a standard and there has to be a standard and it has to be a perfect standard. Otherwise, it would be subjective. And so when you feel guilt and shame about the things you did, that is basically you haven't met that standard. And so Jesus came so you could meet that standard. He gave his life in place of yours to become that bridge, that uh, burden bearer, to bear those burdens of guilt and shame away so you can come into a relationship with him. And so that's what it talks about. Whoever believeth in him, believe what he did, that he came and he bore those guilt and shame away and you accept it. You're in. Now, there's a process and that process is to get connected with some other people. How do you do that? Well, that's a little harder sometimes because not every church, and we know, okay, this may be confusing to you, so bear with if you're new and you just got in. We are the church, and you might have to go back and listen to some other podcast, but we are the church. And the buildings are the places where we, as the church, meet. And so we call them the church, and I even interchange the terms, which is not great because it lends to confusion. But try some places till you feel what you felt here at this moment, that that's what you want. You will find it. And I'm just going to pray for you. And those of you that maybe are in the church, are you tired? Yeah. It's been a long time since you've had rest. Ah, by the way, this is a commercial and I'm really not tired, but I can super relate to being tired. And so that's what, it's not really commercial. This is just one of my ways of trying a different way to make insights to let you know how awesome parts of your walk of faith, or if you haven't chosen it yet, the walk of faith that you are going to choose because you're super smart. So I know you're going to do that. So if you're tired, it's worn out. And believe me, I get that way. I'm not right now. And I'm so happy that I'm not because energy feels good. <laughs> yeah, caffeine, yes. Feels good. Anyway, this commercial is taking way too long, but I need to tell you, Jesus, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you frown, you don't have an accurate interpretation or opinion of him, but that's okay, because that's what this is all about. He says, all you are heavy burden, come unto me. So if you're going to church and you have a heavy burden, you need to find a different church. Okay, sorry. He is there. He says that his way is light and easy. So come to him. Find Jesus. Yeah, not somebody's interpretation of the real thing. So I try to present him here. So listen to me. So night night. Wait, no, because you're listening to a podcast of mine. So go go night night. So be back to the podcast with me. Hey, yay. And you haven't necessarily heard that aspect of Jesus. It was a little more religious. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you're like, Tom, you're so arrogant. No, God has given me some things to say, and that's all I'm doing is saying them. And so you're welcome from him. And so if you've received blessings, they are from him through me. So let's just pray. Holy Spirit, just thank you. 
I pray for everyone out there that they find their community. They find people to connect with. They find people to grow with. Thank you so much that you are part that you look at us and smile and your desire is for us to reach wholeness and health. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. And uh, my friends, you are my friends. Remember, God looks at you. When you look in the mirror, think of him looking at you. And there's just a smile that crosses his face no matter where you're at. So pass it on. And uh, as always, 406bigt at gmail.com. Love your feedback. And uh, friends, have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.